Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box Live from Marathon! I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pike. You can call me Johnny. And joining me is my broadcast partner for nearly 10 years, the incomparable D-Bar-T. And we've got a very special guest on the show with us from Chattanooga, Elizabeth Murphy Spivey. Yay. Just right. Yes. <laughs> and we are called Back in the Cereal Box because we are all of an age where we did not have iPads or iPhones at the breakfast table on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. We were sitting down with big bowls of cereal, watching cartoons, <laughs> reading comics, and watching pro wrestling, and the whole nine yards. And DBRT completely rejects... <laughs> The premise of our show, so she is not eating cereal, even though it's only it's now eleven o'clock, and she still is refusing. It's second breakfast time. Yes, it is. Where's the coffee? Who's got the coffee? Now, there's coffee in the audience. (laughs) I'm eating Dolce de Leche Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is phenomenal. He's trying to be bougie. Listen, I didn't think <laughs> that Cinnamon Toast Crunch could get better. Oh, you're spilling your cereal! This is better than regular Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is the greatest cereal ever. They've made it better. That's amazing. I just want to smell it. That's a and Elizabeth, what do you have in your bowl? This is Wendy's Frosty cereal. I don't know if that is a miracle or an abomination, but... So, oh, what do you think about it? I think it's fine. But yeah. it tastes like Cocoa Puffs. Josh tried it like, last week. He wasn't a big fan. Yeah, it's okay, but it's just like we can make it bougier. It doesn't really <laughs> taste like a Frosty, though, does it? It does not taste anything like a Frosty, but I'm kind of wondering if the milk will on the other side. Mm. You'll have to give us your full, your full uh, review later on. So, for those of you who are joining us in the audience, I see some familiar faces. Um... Welcome. This is Back of the Cereal Box. Um, my name is John Pica. I'm the uh, creator host. I am an avid Star Wars fan, comic book fanatic. Uh, Star Wars movies and Avengers comic books made me who I am today. And I am eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch Dolce de Leche. DBRT, tell the people who you are, what you do, and why you're on the show. Because I'm still trying to figure that out myself. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I don't know. I'm a photographer. I, I love acting. That's actually my first passion. Um, and that's actually kind of why I'm on the show, because kind of gets that outlet out for me. Plus, you call and beg me to do the show with you. So how could I say no? So are you telling our audience <laughs> that you have absolutely zero geek cred? Um, yeah. Star Wars puts me to sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to say Star Wars, and I start nodding off. It's 
What? <laughs> oh my god. Alright. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit of gig now, just a little. But it's not enough to you like. Those torches and pitchforks. <laughs> you, you say that too loud around here. You do love Superman. I love Superman. And you do have a Superman tattoo. I do. The, the shield, the emblem. Where is it? It's on my back. <laughs> is it a tramp stamp? No, it's on my back. Does anyone want to... We're going to tell a story here in a minute. Now, Elizabeth, you are a very special guest. I don't have a Superman tattoo on my back, so I feel like I'm already dragging. But you are a phenomenal cosplayer. Oh, thanks, Johnny. That's how we met. We did. We had a very riotous time at MetrothamCon. Yes. Backstage. That was actually just a great crowd. It was. It was. It was like our first con in... God knows when, and everybody was just so happy to be there, and everybody's like <laughs> fixing each other. And were like, you, were you Belle? I was Sailor Moon. Sa- Who was Belle? But you were, you were doing a Sailor Moon uh, ball gown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, that a, that's an anime, right? Yes. See? You Good work, D. Because your daughter hey, hey. is the anime fan. It doesn't matter. I still know it. But what else? I taught you something. That's right. (laughs) What do you geek out over besides doing cosplay? Johnny, I geek over so many things. I come from a geek household. Like, my husband is a ride-or-die Witcher fan. Um, I am... If I had to choose a favorite fandom, it would be, like, the Dragon Age series on Xbox. Okay. We watch it all. We love Lord of the Rings. We're more, like, high fantasy geeks. Like, (laughs) I love all... Fan- I don't love all fandoms. That would be a lie if I said I love all fandoms. I have some that I don't personally love, but I appreciate why other people love them. But ours is more like Lord of the Rings, The Witcher. Hot take time. Hot take. What did you think of Wheel of Time? I thought it was really good. I'm going to be level with you, Johnny. Okay. Mm-hmm. If Rosamund Pike announced she was just reading the alphabet into the camera, I would watch it because I love her. So that was a big draw for me. Did she play the lead? Yeah. yeah. In the blue. Yeah. In the blue. What was her character's name? Oh, God, I don't know. I watched the whole thing and I don't remember. I think it's like... I'm embarrassed to say I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, you know, so I loved Wheel of Time. Oh, yeah. I did not read any of the books, but I did watch the show on Amazon Prime. Had a blast watching mm-hmm. it. But here's my one complaint. I can't remember any of the characters' names except for two, Rand and Matt. Okay, those were the, the one-syllable names. I know she yeah. was like, I used to die. My problem is, like, I have some ride or die, like, yeah. every book well, and like, goes to the cons Wheel of Time fans, so I feel like they're going to unfriend me. Yeah, yeah, no, they're going to hate us so now. Sorry. They're going to hate us and now. So I checked the wiki and everything. I just can't because remember. I, because I said I loved the show because I never read the books, but I, I had to watch it to see what all of the controversy was about, Yeah, right? but, like, it's okay to dabble in a fandom. You don't have to be, like know everything about it or like know nothing about it you can just be like oh i like these little bits i do know that it's significantly different from the book and that's where you have like book to show fans because god knows the game of thrones people are probably going to be the first people to light a match when they decide to burn the world down you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it's tricky converting books to tv shows and you're going to have people who aren't happy and then people who like it so i don't know it is one of those and I love I love the whole idea of the uh, Aes Sedai, mm-hmm. the, the the group of people. So can I just say this? I have food in my mouth. 
That, that's what the show is about. Food in our mouth. Ah, uh, my husband and I. I got that's a, that's, that's a, a clip. That's totally fair. Yeah. My husband and I, like, our, our love languages is dad jokes. It's just like, the saddest <laughs> thing ever. So whenever we're doing anything, yeah, exactly. Like, there's always just horrible puns. So every night when we watch the show, we're also, like, we, like, were raised in, like, we went to Bible college and, like, whatever. So we were watching the show and we're like, I sit die, I sit die. And it just turned into, like, every night, like, the song just getting longer. And like, I forget what the words were. Cause age to age. Yeah. But, like, nerdy. Like, yeah, no, I want to do that. I'll, I'll write it down and we can perform it. We, we need to do that. Deli- at, Did you know next? I'm an old theater person? I do now. You do now. I have a degree in vocal performance, and I used to do theater. Yeah, I saw that about you, and I was like, I right, never so had that. Devotee, yeah. I, I think she's like a permanent road host now. Fine by me, because I had no idea what you guys were talking about. Exactly. I'm just kind of sitting over here. Like, That's kind of like every Saturday morning, isn't it? Yeah. There was one Saturday morning, literally. This was D on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't know why I'm here. Because I don't know why you want me as a co-host, because be- I know nothing. Because you're energetic, you're beautiful, and you represent them. Hi. The audience <laughs> who may not know anything about the stuff that we're talking about. Do you know what I think, though? I have a four-year-old. Okay. I expect a lot of stories about my four-year-old, because he's all I ever talk about. All right. And like, we, we were looking at this comic book the other day, and he's like, Mommy, that's Iron Man. Mommy, that's Thor. And he starts telling, like, he can name all of the characters. And I was like, who is that? And I was genuinely asking, because I had no freaking clue. And he's like, Mommy, that's Miss Marvel. I was like, okay, I missed that movie. <laughs> but, like, he was very sassy about it. And I love that, like... I feel like kids are being kind of like groomed to be nerds these days. Like I feel like it's more of a friendly environment for like oh, yeah. the kids oh, yeah. like deep have inherited the earth. They have praised the slowly but surely. Yes. yes. You know what was so cute? So I have a four-year-old boy as well, and Christmas morning he opens up this little this little figurine. It's like this big of Superman, and he's like he doesn't know who it is because he likes Batman, and I'm like we can't be friends. <laughs> so. He, like, comes over and he's like, Mommy, it's your favorite superhero. Do you want it? And I'm like, thanks. I'm like, who is it? And he's like, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you broke me. Well, a bit you're, of you're, you're raising him right. <laughs> you're raising him right. Well, the thing that gets me is, like, he's getting all of this from daycare. Like, I'm not teaching him the superheroes because there are only awesome. so many hours in the day. Like, it's his teachers That's who are good, finding the fight. And yeah. his previous teacher... I uh, introduced him to, like, my neighbor, Toter. Like, they would watch that before nap time when he was three. I'm just, like, he came home one day, and he was like, Mommy, I want to watch Totoro. And we're like, where did you learn about Totoro? I'm like, all right. And, like, we put it on, and he starts marching around the living room and singing the theme song, and we're just like, you know what? The world can burn, but you're going to be okay, because we're, we're going to be all right. That's fantastic. That the cutest thing I ever saw. Y'all need to step it up a little bit. I know. Y'all need to step up and it's a little deep teaching and stuff. Well, there's like a lot teaching. I mean... <laughs> now, so, for everyone who is watching, you're hearing voices maybe in the audience, and this is interactive, so this is how this works. They probably can't hear it, because... Well, they might not, but they'll, they'll hear us 
you know, reply and, and, and maybe re-ask, reframe some questions from the audience. Um, because there will be some hot takes, and we invite you guys to interact. Now, we do this every Saturday morning, eating big bowls of cereal. So for our live audience, me, I don't do it. I'm, I'm literally begging you, please, grab a bowl of cereal. I don't want to take it home. He wants to take this one home. This one I'm taking home. <laughs> taking that one home. The rest of them, I, I really don't want to have to load them back up, so please feel free to grab them. And I did notice, though, what? Eli Cash. This one is delicious. He might bite you if you get too yes. close. But you can have some if you'd like some. You can come have some, Donna. Here's how this works, guys. For the first time ever, live in front of a live audience, instead of having a printed hard copy outline, which D. Bartine never reads. I that was so <laughs> You're a rebel. You yes, are a thank you. I'm telling you, I don't know why. I don't know why he keeps me here. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at that. Ooh, we got a, a that. bat donation for, for Johnny Quinn spectacular. later on. And that's that's why I'm already colored up. I've got I've got the fishnets on underneath the onesies. That's how we met. I was like, I was wearing fishnets, and it's looking good. Because I got some damn fine legs, I just got to tell you. He knows how to use them. We're going to spin the wheel, and everyone who's coming in, everyone who's going to come in, please help yourself to some cereal. If you are wearing pajamas, you get to pick out a free comic book from the prize table beside us. We're going to play games this morning. We're going to play trivia. We're going to play a round of Super Fight, maybe, if it comes up on the spin wheel. And um, you guys can win prizes. We've got board games. We've got graphic novels. We've got books. And we're going to be giving those away to you guys. So, Miss Elizabeth... You were in charge of spinning the wheel. You're just saying that because I'm the only one who can read my That is correct. Round and round and round it goes where it stops. Okay, it is Back Issue Breakfast Club. Okay. And we will be discussing Iron Fist. All right, so. <sighs> did, I, did I bring Iron Fist? I didn't bring Oh, wait, did I? No, I, I didn't bring it. Johnny, you had one job. Spin again, spin again. Spin it again. I, I brought all of the stuff that we we're going to talk about, and Iron Fist is not in the stack. Look outside of my nerd wheelhouse, though. Um, okay, comics for people who don't like comics. Uh, the Damned. I, I changed my mind on this one. So, I know, I know. So, so I changed my mind on both of these. So we're going to call The Damned Once in Future. So, for those of you who love comic books, but you don't love superheroes, or you don't like superheroes and you want to get into graphic novels or comic books, I want to recommend this series. It's called Once in Future. This is a retelling of the story of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table in contemporary times. And basically, the whole concept is that those legends are real, and that people in contemporary times manifest in the characters as the characters in the tale. It was Morgane. Could I'm be. so sorry. No, Morgane uh, from, from Wheel of Time because oh, I was thinking Morgaine. in terms of Arthur and I was yeah. like, wait, it was Morgane. So, yes. Okay, sorry. Continue on because that was a past call. Anyway, this is written by uh, Chiron Gillen and art by Dan Mora. If you are familiar with Dan Mora's art, you know it's spectacular. This this series reads 
like a movie. So, Debartee, mm -hmm. this would be a good one for you. Because I know you like movies, right? Right, yeah. You never watch them because you got five kids. <laughs> but. Thoughts and prayers. If you want to get into comics, but you don't like superheroes, this but is I one like of superheroes. I told you, like, my whole thing with comics is they're hard for me to read. I don't understand because it's the bubbles, and I don't know. The sequential art, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But, Especially yeah. when it's like a conversation. Yeah, I just, like I get, I get really confused. Do you know what I really like? Um, are wikis, like, wikis are life to me because I don't necessarily want to watch a show or a movie or 85 movies like the Marvel franchise. Um, <laughs> sometimes I just want to go on the wiki and, like, find out what happened. Like, just kind of give me, like, the idiot's guide to insert fandom here so okay. that's kind of what i do with comics because there's a couple like i used to you know watch all the joss whedon and like the shows would get canceled but he would like drag it out for a few more seasons like through comics yeah. i wasn't gonna read them because like god you know, forbid yeah, yeah. Work. yeah. So, <laughs> somebody else reads them and recaps them for from people. our studio audience any of you have a suggestion for comics for people who aren't fans of superheroes anyone anyone Eli has one. I highly recommend Berserk and everything. If you like Berserk, Game, okay. If you like Game of Thrones and Conan and manga, it's one up your alley. Game of Thrones, Conan, manga, okay, cool. Berserk, and I think that's published by um, Scout Comics. It's Dark Horse. Dark Horse, okay, yeah. Dark Horse. Anybody else? Mad this Magazine. Mad Magazine. <laughs> that's go. interesting. Okay. Lots of comics. Doesn't have anything to do with your. That's very true. Unless they're making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mad Magazine. Did you read Mad Magazine when you were a kid? Probably not. That was mostly geared for guys. Nope. Girls. Any girls here Mad Magazine fans? I'm just curious. I have a couple of, like, okay. friends from it. For Christmas one year. My dad went to... I'm <laughs> so sorry. Oh, things we shouldn't say in public, but my dad hunted down a copy of the Mad Magazine that had the print of, like, the Nazi Dr. Doolittle who, like, made the animals talk. And he, like, he got it framed. <laughs> the nut doesn't fall far from the nut house, is all I'm saying. So, I'm, gonna, anyway. I'm just going to sit over I here. I think that maybe <laughs> I should let somebody else talk for a while. I'm just going to calmly sit my I think it's time to spin the wheel. <laughs> Mad Libs. It's time to play Mad Libs. So what I want you to do is I want you to just open to the middle. Let's not start with the beginning one. Oh. Yeah, they're right in front of you. See, if it were a snake, it would have bit you. I am never sufficiently caffeinated. Okay. Starting in the middle, what do I do? Can you explain the rules again? Yeah, so very there, there are no rules. One but every for every person that we use their answer, mm -hmm. um, they get a, a prize from the prize table. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, what, what is the topic? Cool it. Cool it. So, what's the first blank? What do we need? Plural noun. Plural noun. Somebody shout out a plural noun. Freeze guns. Okay. Freeze guns. And you will get a prize. <laughs> Next one. Adjective. An adjective. Raise your hand. Sparkling. 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 <laughs> He's 
isn't sparkling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the next one? A uh, noun. A noun. Vampires. That's plural. Oh wait, wait, right here. Smurf. Smurf. You're part of the crew, Eli. You're not eligible. Yeah. <laughs> you can play, but I'm gonna. No prizes okay. for you. Contributing for free. Right. Knowing us is the prize. Adjective. All right, another adjective. Pretty. Pretty. I feel pretty, oh so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and bright. Bright. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. That's one of them. Yep. Next. Uh, noun. Another noun. Captain Hammer. Captain Hammer. Captain Hammer, who she is doing a cosplay of. Brad. Right. Okay. Another noun. Another noun. Yes. Here. Parent? Yeah. Parent. I feel like this is going to go sideways very there's, quickly. There's a lot going on in this yes. photograph. Uh, we have another noun. Another noun. In the back. Cereal box. Yeah. Cereal box! Yeah. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> she gets an extra prize. Yes. Yep. <laughs> All the prizes. Yeah, she can take from the boxes of cereal. <laughs> yes. You Not get a cereal box. You know. uh, another noun. Another noun. I'm going to say rosacea because I want to call out the fact that I'm bright purple right now. Oh, right, right. Can you can you see it? No, color purple? Really? No, no. Yeah, okay. you're a little bit pink. Yeah, I feel it though. I feel warm. Okay. A little bit of a... I just wanted to like elephant in the room. Okay. Cheese. cheese. I'm a big fan of cheese. Who isn't? Nobody I want to know. You don't need that kind of negativity. I know, I know, I know. I, I think of, I think she is like one of us. She is fitting in perfectly. All right, and what's the next one we need? Uh, adjective. I can't talk. Another about adjective. 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 Yes. Tall. 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 All right. Uh, a verb ending in ing. A verb ing ending specific. in ing. Yes. Running. Running. And I'm running. Run. You guys don't know that song. That's a yes song. That's yes. from <clears throat> from uh, Big Generator. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Next is a noun. Another noun. Spoon. 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 I love it. Spoon. All right, another adjective. One more adjective. Who's got an adjective? I like that. What, what is it? Whimsy? Whimsy. It is, Whimsy. actually. Um, next is a noun. Another noun. Okay, I'm going to write rosacea because... <laughs> It's my turn to shine. Is, is, is that literally. both a noun and a an adjective? Yes, and a punishment. Okay. Uh, and then last is a verb. Verb. Go. 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 <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So she's all right. So, Miss Elizabeth. Here we go. My best National Geographic. Yes, voice. I want you to be uh, 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 Mr. Morgan. What's uh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan, Mr. Morgan. <laughs> I will do my best. <clears throat> weather plays an important part in our daily freeze guns. What is weather anyway? According to sparkling scientists <laughs> who are known as meteorologists, weather is what the air is like any time of the Smurf. It doesn't matter if the air is cold, hot, or pretty. It's all weather. Weather changes from hour to Captain Hammer. From day to parent, 
from season to cereal box, and from year to cheese. I, I mean, that makes perfect sense. Year right to there. cheese. Yeah. I would like a year of cheese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Daily changes in weather are caused by tall storms running across the earth. Seasonal changes are are from the earth moving around the spoon. I, I the, think that's an actual religion. I think so. I think so yeah. I, the man on the spoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When the vapors in whimsy clouds condense, we have rosacea and snow. Whether you like it or not, weather is here to go. That was my favorite part. Well, I, it sounds like yeah. national weather to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think rosacea to snow. I, I think, I think, I, the, what I like the most there is uh, when... The vapors in whimsy clouds. I think yes. that's like a technical term. I think clouds. the whimsy clouds rain glitter on everybody, which would be my best luck. Mm-hmm. But be hell awesome. for some people that I and, know. And I feel like I feel like whimsy clouds condense. We have rosacea and snow. I don't feel like that's a negative thing. I, no. I feel like that's a positive. I think it can be okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the rosacea if it's from a whimsy cloud. Yeah. You're, you're just a pink geek. I am. I'm a pink geek. Maybe that should be my new handle, the pink geek. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. And all of you who contributed, you guys get a a, a free comic or a book or there's uh, uh, some uh, other stuff. You can get it on your way out. We'll distribute it. Or or if you want to go and and hand it out. Do you want me to go and hand it out? Let's spin the wheel. Okay. We have no idea what we're doing, but. We're making this up as well. We are making it up as we go. But that's why it's fun. That's Just right. like a Saturday morning. I'm going to respin because it went back to the dam. Okay. I don't know what it's trying to say, and it's a little creepy, so let's go. Question mark, question mark. Okay, mark, ra- question back question issue mark. Breakfast Club. This okay. is another one. Um, so this, this one, I, I wasn't sure I was going to grab it, but Taskmaster. Um, this just came out in trade paperback format uh, two weeks ago. This is the collected Taskmaster issue number one through five. And, um, you know, it's funny because Taskmaster is one of the B-list characters of the Marvel Universe. Do you know Taskmaster? He should be an A-lister. But the Black Widow movie did not do Taskmaster any favors. I'm going to put it out there that Taskmaster sounds like his superhero ability is to wrap people on the knuckles with, like, a ruler. Am I off? Like, that's just kind of a name that doesn't inspire. Okay, keep talking you know, about he, it. probably is a branding issue. And he is not a superhero. He is a villain. But in this series, he is recruited by Nick Fury to work for S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, on a very special covert op. And, of course, you know, anyone who is dressed in blue and orange and white with a skull mask and a cape and hood is going to be a very uh, subtle um, incognito agent. <laughs> and, and, and Mr. Moissan is coming to get some Dolce de Leche cinnamon. T- Listen, this is the best <laughs> cereal ever. It is. You know what's amazing about what this Bruce does? It's just the fun stuff. We just got to say, you're amazing, you're cool, you're brilliant. And this show oh, is one of the best ever watched. And I like eating the cinnamon toast crunch. 
<laughs> Does anybody else think that their commercials are a little creepy though? Like when the little yes. they like eat each other and they just look really cannibalism. Like who came up with this brand? Like, like did you know that mad cow disease happened because they were feeding cows cows? That's not okay. Yeah. So what type of disease did the cinnamon get from eating the cinnamon? Did you know mad crunch disease? Yeah. Back this your breakfast club, pick up Taskmaster. Did you know yes, yes, yes. that yes. Kit Kat bars Kit Kat bars are made from Kit Kat bars? Give me um, a break. Um, <laughs> yes, when they when when there are rejects, yes. you know, or pieces that fall off, they just grind them back up oh. and mix them back into the mix. That sounds delightful, like bread pudding. Kit Kat's a cannabinoidized. Yes. Our show has been taken over by Charles. Yes, I'm a horrible. You're, you're awesome. Yeah, you're awesome. You're awesome. Well, yes. It's 2022. It's the year of Soylent Green. I mean, come on. Wait, really? We're not talking about that. Yeah, it's place in 2022, and there's a Soylent Green protein shake on the market. And I'm just like, I'd like to choose. We we have bowls and milk and spoons. Oh my God, we have lost. We have lost the serious people. Oh my god. Let's go the way with that. I have always been a And when the cereal overlords rise, I am on your side. This has been the Oh my god, that's a little bit. This is what happens when you too much. Going back to Iron Fist. Oh my god. Okay. The name of a porn title? No. Okay, I'm going to spend a little time. Actually, it probably is. Yeah. Let's see if we can get something different here. Okay. New comics. Young So, um,. These are the new titles that came out in the last couple of weeks. I just picked them up this week at the comic book shop. Whoa! And DBRT, these are right up your alley. Because, and I don't mean that, I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, basically, you get Batman, the animated series, mashed up and teamed up with Scooby-Doo cartoons. Mm-hmm. In comic book form. You get the best Batman. So at the end, they pull Batman's mask off, and he's like, I would have gotten away with it. I I, I take take it back. So so most of the characters have that same styling as Batman the Animated Series. This Batman has the 1960s animated Batman styling. So, new comics. These just came out. Lots of fun. Comics should be fun. And these are fun. And uh, the uh, writer, I hate this about modern comics. They, where are the credits at? Yeah. Where, 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 who wrote this? Back who cover, did it? Back page. In the small print. Where the, the freaking credits at? The, does that not drive you crazy, Charles? Yes. I, I put it on front for everyone to see. That's, that's what it used to be, right? On the front page. Actually, in the older days, they did not give artists the credit. It was like, the company, give me the glory, and you peasants, here's your $5 per page. Make it Easy a rain. comic artists. They, they don't, okay, they do have the, uh, the names of the creators on the front. Fitch, Brazella, and Riet, Resco? Resco, is that how you pronounce that? 
I just have a flashback of you making me try to pronounce all these names. Why are you so mean to her? Sitting at a no, table. No, because you know, that's how I show her that she I love her. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> written by Ivan Cohen, drawn by Dario Brizella, and colored by Franco Riesco. You know, they used to not give colorists credit like that, but now they're on the front front cover because colorists can make or break a comic. And look, this one, this one, they're 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 facing Shaggy. The 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 issue says Shaggy Man meets Shaggy Man. Uh, uh, Isn't that great? Doesn't that look like the heat? So like if well, Spider Man happened because Bigfoot. he got bitten by a spider, does Shaggy Man happen because Shaggy bit someone? And it turned I, like I radioactive. I think that's my new. Okay, head we're, head. So, so, really so what is this, Charles? This is my new board game. That's the prototype Outer Planet Panic, where you work together to stab each other in the back. Whoa! Outer Planet Panic, where you work together to stab each other in the back. So it is a cooperative, but um, every man for himself. Yes, yes. At the same time, yeah. It's like the, the you're, uh, trying to dig for uh, certain <laughs> items to build your ultimate device, to take over the galaxy, but. You might have something you need, you might have something you need, and then you might try to work together with the two of them while the other two might outbid you to uh, screw you over. Well, they found out I was stockpiling soy green, green so here they come. Yeah. So that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Read the back out loud with your most dramatic Well, I, I, I... It's, pr- it's pretty case. It's pretty... <laughs> Welcome to Outer Planet Panic, the game of archaeology in space where you play an institution that is racing with your opponents to become the first to reverse engineer and activate alien technology. In the distant future, man has expanded beyond the stars and has found a galaxy where several advanced civilizations lived. Through initial research, it has been discovered that they created several Great advancements, some of which you have found. You think you, you think you know what you need to create the device, but you must now search through planets, debris fields, and radioactive areas of space in order to find the components needed to put the devices together. The Galactic Museum is willing to help for a price. You can also hire workers to help you or hinder your opponents by equipment to make digging and research easier and be careful because bad luck or good luck can strike at any time in the vast emptiness of space. See, he got it right away. And Dean's like, what is happening? <laughs> this sounds fantastic. This is by... Uh, Turn it over. Yeah, so but, to read it, I had to... Yes, it's, yes. It's yes. the prototype. You'll get that right yes, in, in production. Yes. So when when is this scheduled to come out, Charles? Well, we're working on building a massive mailing list. If you go to outerplanetpanic.com and just... Outerplanetpanic.com. You know, just put your name on there. And once we get an email list of at least 10,000 people, then we will push it on Kickstarter. They're going to be figures, and if you want to open up the box and uh, just show a couple yeah. of things off. Yeah, so, so the, he's got little, uh, cool. little uh, 
uh, artifacts and energy cubes. There are. Thank you. Uh, do, do we call these D6 dice? Is that what we no. call these? No, what it, that is a D12. A D12, okay. So, Sorry. you can tell. That's the space money. Space money. These are, um, everything is color coordinated. You can play between one to six players. If you're just one player, you are a rogue thief who's committing ecological disasters and stealing. Is, is, is the space money called Starbucks? Oh, the space money called Starbucks. That's funny. Yeah, so... For a prototype, this is pretty high quality. Yeah, Charles, I gotta, I gotta admit, this is pretty phenomenal. You know, like, uh, like here, these are the races. And and who did the artwork? Because this looks like Kirby artwork, but I know it's not. No, it isn't. It was done by myself and Pascal Sinclair and uh, Al Jolsa Tomek. So that is the uh, debris field where you can get stuff. That is the uh, space shipyard. We're going to be trying to be quick so we don't do no, that. No, that's all right. Uh, hazmat zone, where it's highly radioactive dangerous. That's where you hire people to help or hinder others. Those are alien races that you can be. The undead. The slimy blob. The human, who is short urethra. The alien ant spider-like people. The incredible fish-like people. The amazing robotic people. A planet of life. There's a, a lot of options in this. Of water. Yeah. This is like a planet of high gravity. Super expansive. Yes. A planet of the robots. D does this game go on for days and days? No. Or is it, it, it's between uh, one to uh, six hours, depending on the number of players. Have you ever played Monopoly? Yes. Have you ever played Bingo? <laughs> yes. And this is a desert planet where Luke Skywalker would cry. That is a planet of the dead. That is a black hole event horizon. That is the dinosaur race where, to them, bureaucracy is an out form. And that is the male humans, or the long urethers. That is awesome. So there's a lot happening yeah. in this little box. And the last thing I'll show you, this is your goal. The goal? To, this is what you're searching for, the yeah. ultimate device? And, and they're all different. So everyone's searching for, like, different parts. Ashley computer. Oh, okay, so th this is like the scavenger hunt right. list for each person. Right. And, and if they get, if you get all of your parts, seven. you win? Yep, you get all seven, and you uh, roll correctly to assemble it together. You uh, are able to do it. And these are godlike devices that, that, that you can build, ranging from a Telosian uh, a regenerator, so you could alter uh, physics of space, to a temporal cohesion drive, to a, a quantum uh, jump. Let me tell you what. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I am a huge Jack Kirby fan. Yes. And the artwork on this is phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. If And I'm sure that was done intentionally. It was. Yeah. Uh, as an homage to the great uh, Kirby, um, Pascal and I, we decided let's do this style to make it relatable and fun. Yeah. And um, you know, the goal is to uh, make this very enjoyable for all players. And so everything is color coordinated. So when you choose your player... You could would be my purple. You might be the red. I might be the yellow. Gotcha. And uh, so these are your plates. Yes. This okay. is this is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm totally impressed. Yeah, thank you, thank you. This is this is awesome. This needs to be in every game store in America. It will be. And that is the best part. <laughs> By the way, this show here is one of the most amazing shows ever. And if you have not clicked on that like button or the subscribe, then you are. Someone who has missed your breakfast. <laughs>
I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get your 20 to you in a little bit. Um, so we, we did new comics just a minute ago. And D. Barty, I want you to pull the comic book trivia cards out. We're, we're, we're going to do a trivia question to give away two new comics. Avengers number 750, which I loved, by the way, and the best comic series of the year, Adventure Man, by, um, this is by uh, 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 Matt Fraction and Terry and Rachel Dodson, super, super cool, pulp, fun adventure. So, here's how this is going to work. DBRT is going to read the question, and if you think you know the answer, this side of the room is going to say, ding, 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 ding. This side of the room is going to say, buzzer, buzzer, buzzer. And I will, and, and Elizabeth, you are going to decide which side got to it first. So much pressure. So, so yes. Okay. And, and, and if they answer the question correctly, they will win one of these two comments. We're going to two rounds. Um, and, and if they get it wrong, we give it to the other side. If they get it wrong, it comes back to me. To see if I can answer it. You saw the answer. No, I have not seen it. I have not seen the question or the answer. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't know what you you asked. Mm-hmm. All right, so go ahead. Who, who played Batman? I'm sorry. Jeez. Who played Mister Freeze in Batman and Robin? Arnold Schwarzenegger is. So. Would you like Avengers 750 or Adventure Man number 7? I'll take the Avengers. Okay. Come up and claim your prize. And All right. Now we are playing for Adventure Man number 7. Are you ready? Yes. What's our next one? In the DC Universe, who is the Oracle? Barbara Gordon is correct, and you get Adventure Man number seven. And uh, one last new comic, yum, this week, and this is also a great comic for uh, comic fans who don't like superheroes, uh, Demon Days, Rising Storm by Peach Momoko. Um, and it I is. I was about to say Peach Mimosa. I know. Oh, she, I can add that. That's breakfast. <laughs> recasting the Marvel Universe during feudal Japan. And, and basically, the mutants are um, Onis. Kombawa, Genki. And, 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 uh, and it's all this beautiful uh, watercolor art. And here, Thor and Baby Storm are a team, kind of like. Uh, Logan and Cub, or uh, Lone Wolf and Cub, yeah, or the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Yes, yes. So, Demon Days, Rising Storm, number one is a lot of fun. Came out just this week. Pick it up at your local comic shop. You might like that D. All right, let's spin the wheel again. All right. You guys having fun with us this morning? Back to comics for people who don't like comics. Comics for people who don't like comics. And it says Moonshine, but I changed my mind before we left. That's fair. And I changed it to Lady Killer. Lady Killer is by Joelle Jones. She is the writer and artist. And this is a story about a contract killer who leads a double life as an average, everyday Donna Reed housewife. 
And it sounds like the life, actually. And yeah, and her husband doesn't even know that she is a contract killer. Um, Joelle Jones is a spectacular writer and artist. It is full of just super energetic action. She, um, for old-time comic fans, she's got a style very reminiscent of Carmine Infantino, where Carmine's artwork, you could literally feel the action jumping out of the page. You know what I'm talking about, Dee? And that's what we have here. Um, very, very uh, similar style. Um, it's almost like Carmine Infantino and Keith Geffen had an artist child. So those of you who are into comics know exactly what I'm talking about. Is this not gorgeous? Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. Have you ever read Lady Killer? Mm-mm. Lady Killer by Joel James. And uh, Jamie S. Rich is uh, also one of the artists on that. I think he does the inks. <laughs> That's like right up my alley. <laughs> Housewife. Yeah, you are, you are a housewife masquerading as a co duh, duh. contract duh, duh. killer. As a serial killer. As a well, serial I, killer. I need, I need huh. to hire huh. Charles okay. as, a, as a writer for this yeah. show. Probably yeah, yeah. Right, let's spin the wheel one more time because we're almost out of time. Can you believe it? I don't know what's in this room next. Does anyone know? All right. So hot take. The Eternals. The Eternals. Okay, so this is Johnny's hot take on the Eternals. How many of you have seen the Eternals? About halfway through. So they did not use Kirby's brilliant colors. They muted it. They did mute Kirby's colors, but but it very definitely had Kirby's influence all over it. Fingerprints were all over it. This movie has gotten a lot of heat, especially this week because it dropped on Disney Plus, and I'm seeing a lot of people making comments. Have you seen Eternals? It's on Disney Plus. Probably. Well, it just came out this week. You would know if you had. Probably not. Then. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say that. Have you seen it? I'm like half to three quarters of the way through. Okay. Did I you? finally just saw the second Venom, so that's fair. I have not seen any Venom. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, like so it. that's a ten-year-old kid film. Yes, it is. I liked it. Did Did you like what you've seen of Eternal so far? I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't watch it and be like, this is going to be considered one of the great masterpieces of our time. And I didn't watch it and go like, oh, my God, this is so awful. But I was it's just like, this is fine. But it's not garbage. It's not horrible. As a movie, there's nothing wrong with it. I think that you have addressed on social media how fandom is really out of line in terms of toxicity. Yes. I feel like it's become like, and I whatever uh, I think that it's it's difficult because people who I mean you can love something without feeling like you have to fight over it but I'm so sorry but I do feel like it's gotten very ugly like if you don't like it then you want to destroy it I know and, and I that's like not that. how we're going to win the war we don't win the war by destroying things we hate we win the war by saving things that we love yes and as a film I felt like there was nothing wrong with Eternals the problem that it had in my opinion is that it dumped a lot of brand new characters on us, but it didn't give us any reason to care about them. That's like right. the previous Marvel movies introduced each character one at a time pretty much over the course of 27 movies, and we were able to take time to get invested into them. And here we have 
all of these characters at once, and I just I didn't feel like they gave us enough to care about them. But as a movie, there was nothing wrong with it. I just don't no. think it's the the greatest movie ever made or the greatest. I would put it like in the solid middle of the MCU movies. Yes, Charles. Oh, sorry. I would uh, equivalent to uh, 2001: Space Odyssey. Okay. It felt very uh, cosmic. It felt over the top, but it wasn't the typical. It was more intellectual. My cousin then, said it was more thinky movie. Right, than, than yeah. most of the movies, and it was more akin to 2001, where people were like, what the muck is this? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's a, an amazing film. In this film, I did enjoy the uh, salute to diversity. I uh, found it fascinating that they had the uh, deaf character. Yeah. Okay, Bollywood. McCary was, was my favorite of the characters. Yeah. I loved her. And, I want to see more of her. On a logic side, why would they make a character like that? But then, at the same time, these are beings far beyond us. Yeah, who knows what they're thinking or why. I'm going to um, devil's advocate a little bit and say that in terms of like the MCU universe, like I made it maybe, I think I've seen maybe three or four films total mostly because my husband watched them because it was just too many. Like, I'd be okay with like one Iron Man film maybe like one Thor film like I didn't need three of each and then all of the ones where they came together like that was too much for me so maybe like one movie is not quite enough in terms of development but I think it was more appealing to someone like me who is just you you like the one and done or the the quick hits yeah yeah pretty much pretty much alright 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 yes I think it was everything you're saying is totally on point but it was all worth it to see that celestial coming at Earth. That blew my mind, haunts my dreams. It was such a beautiful For me, as an Avengers fan, and uh, when I say Avengers, I'm talking about hardcore Avengers fan from when I was a kid. You know, I have every issue of the Avengers comic from issue number 56 to the present. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've read them all. I'm a reader. And I'm a huge fan of Bob Harris's run on the Avengers, where Black Knight and Cersei were key figures. And so this movie, the end credit scene with Dane Whitman picking up the ebony blade, made the movie. And we are getting the high sign that it is time to wrap up live here. So we are going to do that right now so our next panelist can come up and get ready. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for being here and being part of the very first live audience interactive back in the cereal box at a convention. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are done. Thank you, Elizabeth, for being with us. Diberti, you're awesome as always. And for those of you watching, until the next time, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the flip side. Yeah. Mwah! <laughs>